0: Welcome to episode 10 of season four of the Three Amigos. I'm Kylie, your host for today, and I'm joined as always by my amigo Mars and our friend and amigo Hindu Monkey. Welcome to the show, folks.
1: Great to be here as
0: always. Hello, hello. Good to be here indeed. So let's kick start as we always do with the game week review. As much as I would prefer that we don't talk about it, uh, we need to. Hold up some degree of uh, accountability for the pain and anguish that is. So up first, our top amigo this week was Mars on 61 points minus a hit. And- a, hit
2: a hit indeed. Yeah, it was, um, it was good. My uh, defenders, Dallas and Chilwell, coming in nicely in midfield, coming in also nicely. But yeah, I was happy with it. Uh, if it wasn't, if what if Watkins got his 16 points, I would be sitting here laughing. But he didn't, and uh, there we go. Mm-hmm.
0: Ever <laughs> again. Um, uh, Hindi monkey.
1: Yeah, 50, 52 here, and uh, um, one of those kind of weeks in FBL whereby it, it started so well. I was actually on 42 points for my first four players: De Bruyne, captain Jota, Sam Johnston in goal. And then my entire rest of the team on Sunday and, Mani, uh, Sunday and Monday managed to cobble together just 10 points in an absolute horror show of successive blanks. Uh, you know, the likes of Hamas Rodriguez with, what, two, three goal involvements kind of ruled out. Bellerin with a mythical zero. Dallas marooned to the bench with eight. So what uh, week that showed promise of actually turning the corner and finally being good ended up as usual, in a steaming pile of manure.
0: Not quite as bad as mine. However, I have had some notable misfortune this season, and this game week seemed to be the pinnacle of that. Uh, I ended up on 46, minus a hit as well. Uh, Notably, Sterling's absence, and then had... Brewster coming first off the bench despite Ailing sitting second, um, and then had to endure the same situation with uh, Kilman coming on at the end uh, instead of staying on the bench and letting Ailing come in. And then, of course, there was the fiasco that was Mazuaku coming off at half time and Watkins being Watkins as he was. It was uh, pretty catastrophic um to say the least so moving on from from that and and hoping things improve um once Watkins leaves my team because he's now the scapegoat um so we'll have a quick look at the three amigos classic league uh you take it away you're going to talk us through that
1: Yes, the uh, the top five now. So in position number five, we have Carl Wellhouse with his side, Dire Consequences. And in number four, Matt Ark, Maxwell, Summerhill FC. Number three, dropping our previous leader for a long time. Now Murphy flying without Ings. who had a horror show, 37, even worse than you, Kylie, week this one. So he's back down to third. And up above him have gone up the ox, Ben Wyatt and number one, Harsh Pandya, with FPL Mumbai, India's flag flying high again.
0: I just have to say that was uh, the the tone there. It went real deep, like that sort of um, movie intro narrator kind of thing. It was good.
1: Thanks mate, yeah. uh, You know, I'm going for a cinematic, you know, kind of setting Yeah. yeah there was
0: there was
2: definitely auditioning. Round. He's auditioning. He, he's oh, he's yeah. after something. Well,
1: you know, fresh off the uh fresh off my uh, you know, stars in my eyes performance on Saturday as well.
0: <laughs> what? Oh, all right, okay. Anyway, <laughs> difficult. <do you think laughs> <that's... laughs> um,
1: that, Riley. anyway, move on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So uh, at this point in time, we always come to our rant of the week. And usually it's our amigo Mars who lets off a bit of steam. But this week he's graciously passed the mic to our resident ranty monkey.
1: Thanks, Kylie. VAR offsides. Look, I'll be brief. Attacking the system for doing what it's been asked to do is stupid. It is asked to make a decision on whether somebody is offside, be that by one centimetre or by a yard. Complaining that the system has taken a long time to arrive at the correct decision is the wrong take. VAR was brought in to stop total miscarriages of justice that have happened in multiple games, some of them career-defining before. We've all watched them. Now, I understand the points people make about it, killing the game from an atmosphere perspective. I get that. I completely agree. I've said before, I hate the fact that I can barely celebrate a goal unless it's lashed in from outside the box. However, that will improve and it has improved. VAR is already miles better this season than it was last. It's quicker, it's more accurate and the league are adapting to ensure the game flows better. VAR is not going to go away. It's used in every major league. Changing the margin of error from zero to say five centimetres, like it is in Holland, as some have suggested, is a moot point. As the same thing will happen just with the new measurements, the lines will still need to be drawn, decisions will still need to be checked, etc. etc. In short, people do need to just get over it. Every single VAR-reviewed offside call this weekend was correct to the letter of the law. So fans or FBL accounts of the clubs it affected complaining about it really just smacks of sour grapes. If you want to change things, write to your local club, lobby the league, ask Marcus Rashford, I don't know. But honestly, just complaining on social media that your club didn't get a goal because your player was only offside by one centimetre is just tragic. Grow up, move on, talk about something else. Like I know how absolutely shit Arsenal are. Hindu monkey out. (laughs) Brilliant. I I completely
2: agree. Listen, my team suffered, but like you said, they were they were all uh, right, you know. And I I, I said to you, like I said to you on Twitter, I am not going to argue over millimeters over Salah's goal. It happens to every team. We just move on. It was gutting how it happened, but every decision was right, and we just move on.
0: Yeah. Well, well, I think that's the key point, though, isn't it? Last season. Absolutely, there were cases where it was not being utilised effectively, but the decisions were right. We didn't like them, you know, in cases of Salah, and Watkins, and whatever, but they were still the correct calls. So, you know, it is what it is.
2: Yeah, look, well, was Watkins fouled when he uh, when he was offside? Maybe, but again, that's. The, the, the VAR one maybe was looking at, and again, it's not perfect. Nobody's perfect. At the end of the day, these are humans still looking at it. It's not the system, so there will be mistakes. But they already fixed the handball, which was annoying everybody. So fair play, I'll, I'll give them credit because they changed something which they normally take forever to change. But you know, we're all mourning because it's either our club or FBO players, and uh, we just need to. It, it's staying, so we need to we need to adapt to it.
0: Unfortunately. Yes, indeed. Okay, so we're going to have a look at our T3A roundtable. So this is where we have a look at a couple of key topics that have come up throughout the week and everyone gives their take. So the first topic for this week is what to do about cities. So pep roulette causing anguish and sterling owners, I feel you right now, as does Mars actually. Um, But, you know, defence, rotation, Glorious fixtures to come for a good long while, um, barring maybe united and, and Chelsea, what are our thoughts? Uh, come to you first, Mars
2: yeah it 's a really tough one so i 've had sterling since game week five when I did the wild card, and that 's when he had a, a double digit and then nothing since and uh, I just can 't justify selling him and then I said to myself this week if he doesn't play, if he starts, then I might because I want to bring kdb he 's coming in. Uh, I think I said, I said to you guys before, and we'll touch on it later, there's three premiums that I want, and KDB is one of them, and I'm just fed up of switching, so I'm going to get him in. But now I'm thinking, right, do I take Sterling out, or do I go somewhere else, bring KDB, then take Sterling after Fulham, because it's Fulham. Look, yeah, I know they beat Leicester, but uh, City ain't Leicester, and I think uh, sometimes we we'll overthink it. This is City versus Fulham, and City finding their gear in the league when they play in their their, their best team. Um, so, I, you know, that that's one, but... So, talking about instead of just focusing on one player, they have started. Now they've got Jesus back. Aguero should be back soon, hopefully. They're starting to create a lot more. And we saw how they destroyed Burnley. I know Burnley had their, their sub-keeper, but they're creating chance after chance. And KDB is just so involved. It's just ridiculous not to have him. Now, obviously, then there's... So, you think KDB is, is, is a shoe-in. Honestly, I wouldn't know where to go else. we thought Forder would play more. We thought Cancelo was safe. Jesus might, but then Aguero's there. Torres is there. Mares will come in score a hat trick. Then he will disappear for a while. Monkey, what do you think? What would you do?
1: I think I wouldn't rip up my entire team, which is which is gonna be tempting, particularly um, you know, with with the potential for the Villa Newcastle match being being off and not rescheduled. Um I, I just yeah, I I've still I don't know. Other than KDB, who I really think, if you can afford KDB this week, I think this is the, probably the, the most kind of essential purchase so far this season. I really do think that the guy. I mean, he could have, he should have had a twenty-point haul, um, and he's playing a worse team, um, you know, this week, um, and a, a more attacking team as well than Burnley, who are very used to defending. So, um, I. Definitely KDB is, is the one. I think I think all other City assets at the moment are, are essentially a punt because of a mixture of rotation and random form. You know, Mahrez, yeah, he's just lashed in a hat-trick, but he was, you know, he was in miserable form before then. Oh, uh, you know, Sterling's doing absolutely nothing. Could he turn it on score a score hat-trick against Fulham? Of course he did. So could Phil Foden if he starts. So could Bernardo Silva. So many of these City players have the, you know, capacity to go double digit. It's a gamble. I think as long as you know that, um, and what I wouldn't say is i don't think tripling up on city if you've only, if you've got none and taking a minus eight is the way to go, but if you can get to one of them um get there ideally k d b captain them uh, and, and then take it from there really
0: yeah i i would totally agree and actually just separately this um situation and you know i'm sure we'll get to it at some point but uh, Newcastle and villa if, because of COVID, I think shows the perils of maybe tripling up on any team. Um, and it is something that we talked about probably at the start of the season, um, but that's just an example about how that can be quite dangerous. Um, and I think it's very difficult to, to go heavy on City just because for some reason there feels to be even less confidence about the team sheet that Pep is going to put out Than usual because usually we're confident that KDB and Sterling will start almost every game and they will get rested at some point but they're as close to nailed as you can get. Sterling obviously was coming back from a bit of an injury on international break but 18 minutes and then What's this weird obsession that uh, Pep has with not playing him at all against Burnley at home? I don't know. It is
1: strange. It is strange. I four can't in a row. On it at all.
0: It's just so random. Um so was it just the Burnley curse or was it something more? Is his preferred lineup um uh, does it include Sterling at the moment he's made pointed comments about Sterling. Um uh, Sterling's not the only one, but it, Pep has been very vocal and very pointed in a way that he usually isn't. In um, in interviews, he's kind of uses sweeping terms for the team normally. Yeah. Now he's now <clears throat> checking people. So my con- uh, my concern is uh,
2: sorry sorry go ahead I'll I'll come after.
0: No, it's okay. Go ahead.
2: My concern is uh, you know how he loves rhythm keeps talking about rhythm. And I'm yeah. worried that he's now going to, like, he, what he could do is play the same team that, because he rested most of them anyway, that played against Burnley, which means Sterling's on the bench again.
0: That's my answer.
2: The annoying thing is, there are so many premiums that are delivering. So having the wrong one, it, it just sets you back. Because the, and, and in that price range, you've got Salah, uh, Fernandez, uh, KDB, uh, Son, all of these guys. And uh, at least two or three of them are delivering every week. So having one wrong one sets you back when they score in double digits. So it's a risky, and that's why I'm just have decided that I'm going with the three nailed premiums that I think will play the most for their team.
0: Well, I think we're going to get onto yeah. that actually in a, in a minute anyway. So that's um, a good lead in. Uh, our next topic is actually about switching premiums. So uh, there's been a lot of discussion recently about how. A lot of the key premium players have good fixture runs coming. So if we look at, at KDB, we look at Salah, we look at Bruno in particular. These guys uh, are looking so strong and reliable in terms of minutes played, in terms of what they can deliver. Um, you know, and people are looking at them. And then you know, there are there are others that are competing for our affections. There's Spurs, Chelsea, Vardy at the moment. And I guess the question we have to ask ourselves is: Are we best to chase the upside, or you know, and and switch them up according to fixtures at any given time, or are we in fact best to just hold on to them, or hold on to a core spine of these quality players and resist the temptation to move? Monkey, I'll come to you first.
1: Yeah, for me, it's certainly the latter. I've never been someone who's changed. My my premium is around, um, and um, you know I think if you look at the options this season, where, where there's not that many, um, the kind of I, think I mentioned on the pod last week or a couple of weeks ago that of the seven premiums, you know, kind of two in you know Abamang has been almost forgotten about as a premium asset, um, and then kind of Sterling um, isn't performing, uh, and so then you've got the other five, and five becomes four very easily because Salah is is clearly a better SPL pick than Mane. So you've got Salah, KDB, Bruno Fernandes and Harry Kane. You have four players who, by and large, will start every major Premier League match, are all in fantastic form um, and will all score injuries permitting well over 250 points this season. Um, You've got to have three of those four for me. Um, You can have all four, um, but you you have to obviously make quite a lot of sacrifices with the rest of your team if you want to do that. But um, you know, I, I think I would I would pick three of those four and and stick to them, trying to trying to change because they're all fixture proof. They're all absolutely fixture proof as well. So you know, trying to swap to Salah to KDB because KDB's got a better home fixture, and then back to Bruno Fernandes or something. No, you know, I want to use my transfers for those kind of you know punts in the, in the kind of 6 to 7 million range or kind of bring in a cheap strikers that are on form you know we've seen lots of those players go in and out of form as the season progresses because you know great a season as patrick bamford and dominic Cavalier are having they are not going to score 40 goals over the season so they will be replaced with or they should be replaced when players do come into come into form but your premiums no for me injury permitting keep three of them and and just stick with it I completely agree.
2: Um, so, you, you, so I said I wanted three premiers. So I've decided that moving forward, I want to have KDB, Salah and Fernandes. It's not a bombshell, bombshell. No shocks here. Call me template, call me boring. But these are the three players that are going to play most, most, most minutes for their clubs and are the main people in their clubs. You look, I mean, Fernandes is the KDB for, uh, of United and, and KDB is the Fernandes of City and Salah is both of them for Liverpool. It's that simple. And uh, three of them, most likely would keep penalties with KDB, maybe, whatever. And I agree with you. At the moment, so you can have them. And, and I agree with you on Kane. The only difference is Kane is the easier one to sacrifice because there's so many good strikers that are doing as well. So you've for got left, Vardy. Yeah. For less, you've got Vardy. You've got uh, Ings when he's back. You've got, uh, you know, Adams is doing well. I know, I know we hate Watkins right now, but actually it's not that bad for his price. You've got Bamford. Uh, D.C.L. Richardson, etc. These guys will score some, will score goals, will take over, uh, and you can target them. Maybe those, as you mentioned, actually, uh, you, you hit it on the head. I want to use my transfers for punts for cheaper players. I want to have the co players. I've decided three, three premium midfielders, one expensive defender, which at the moment is Chilwell, and Vardy at the, at the moment is my striker. My hope, my aim is in three weeks' time, maybe Aguero could be back and I'll have a punt on him over, that, uh, over those nice fixtures. But with his fitness, I'm not really sure. But those three, and at the moment I don't have those three, because before what I was doing is jumping on and off. So, I, uh, of course, I jumped on the Son on Kane like most people did. And then I decided, OK, I wanted Vardy because of his fixtures. And let's go somewhere else. So, when Salah was ill, I went to Fernandes. But I was only going to do Fernandes, actually, for a couple of weeks. And then I was watching him and I thought, why would I do that to myself? And switch, you know, I was going to switch him to KDB. I was like, no, actually, I want them both. So, I'm going to do whatever it is now to get them, even if I take a short-term hit, uh, bring them in. And uh, you can still have those three with a Grealish. And and uh, a, a, a fifth uh, mid that just sits on the bench and it's still a strong team. So for me, um, you know, you might miss uh, one game or whatever, unless they're injured. I think they are the ones that will, as you mentioned, over time, will deliver the most. Kylie yeah, and
0: be- um, I no, I I would just echo what uh, you both have said there. And I think a, a key point is that with punts, it's <laughs> I mean this season you know is what it is in terms of fixtures uh not necessarily uh determining form uh, as it would usually but typically with with the punts that you have in your team it's really fixture dependent so you are identifying key opportunities um based on the fixtures so whereas those premium players that that you have and you want to hold them and their quality is such that you anticipate that they will still return for you during difficult fixture runs. So, I think if you're using your transfers to move them in and around, uh, you, you do potentially miss an opportunity to identify some of those those smaller ones um, that that can make a make a difference to you. So, yeah, I mean, I, I know that there are other people that are very aggressively pursue the the other way of playing, but uh we each play to our own strengths there, I think. Um and I guess the the last very brief topic, because we don't know too much, is um Newcastle and Villa. So Newcastle is seemingly riddled with uh COVID at the moment, and the match on Friday has been postponed. As a result, so has the deadline. Now we don't know. I believe there will be further testing, uh, on Friday, perhaps. Um, and we have to see when this will be rescheduled. There's still a hope that it may be next week. And I would assume that's going to be reliant on a fairly clean bill of health on, on Friday. Otherwise, we may see it postponed to later in the season, which would give Villa another double, um, to come. So does it, do either of you have any further insights there? And uh, I guess quickly, you know, more to the point with, with people perhaps who have Martinez, uh, rather than others, because I don't know that you'd advocate for, uh, people owning outfield players to necessarily sell them for one week. But, uh, what about all those people? I'm one of them actually who have just the one keeper and it's Martinez
1: yeah it's a tough one it's a tough one i mean i think you have to wait to friday um you know you know first and foremost um i think we'll get news then that there'll be server testing and ultimately if a training ground can reopen again uh, i still think there's a decent chance where it could be moved into into next week so um if, if we don't get any announcement prior to saturday i find it highly unlikely i know some people have mooted the The shithousery factor of um, uh, of them rearranging the game once the deadline has passed, which would be truly hilarious, it has to be said. But, um, you know, we don't know at this stage, so let's wait. The the Martinez situation, I think if he's got no other transfers to make and no other fires to put out, I would personally move him on. Mainly because he's not been in great form recently. He's barely made a save in the last three or four weeks. Um I looked at Villa's schedule. I I don't see huge amounts of clean sheets in the next three or four. So I think a switch to underrated hero Sam Johnson is um is, is definitely an <laughs> option. Um however I wouldn't I would honestly because Villa are likely to now have two doubles if, if they don't play this week, I, I, I couldn't recommend someone taking a hit to get yeah. Martinez out. I, I think that's that that's Fully agree. completely yeah. agree. Completely agree. Double
2: double coming up. Look, I'm not keeping Martinez because I think he's been brilliant. Actually, they've let in some soft goals. I just don't want to waste a, 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 a minus four on a keeper when most likely they're probably going to get two, or if uh, two, whatever happens. It's way. If they, if they get a clean sheet, I'm still getting two because it's minus four, and if, uh, you know, whatever. Um, so uh, I decided that, um, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping uh, uh, at least two of them. The only thing that I'm going to do is if I uh, figure out that the game's not going to head on Friday, I might uh, sell Grealish to fund KDB and then bring him back later. But I have one thing for you guys. Um, talking about this and the deadline, do you think if the game gets announced after the deadline, FBL Towers will make it part of next game week?
0: Is um, there a possibility well, I we i i i think we've actually uh listeners won't be able to see this see cra- yeah kraken, just... kraken has come and joined us yeah and i was wondering if if he has any insights um- care to translate
1: yeah he's down he's down he's with me now i'm uh with his brother actually having a little bit of a lick um uh um won't tell you where but um um <laughs> kraken i think um you know he, he's, he's 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 under pressure and he's and he, he's off the leash at the moment. Um, uh, I, I don't really think he has you know anything of any value to kind of add to this. I mean, he has owned Sam Johnston all season as a result of him wearing a pink kit. Um, he only recently decided that you know to take Marcus Rashford out of his team for Bruno Fernandez. He benches Stuart Dallas every week. I mean, you know, I, I don't really want to ask his opinion on anything. To be honest, I can barely even look at him. So. Monkey,
2: I know you. Uh, so, I know you think you think they're gonna reschedule re- the game, but uh, what do you think about this? If if, if they
1: no, I don't think Saturday I've got, evening. Hours, I've got to say because because uh, no? the next deadline, the, 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 the game week doesn't start until the hour and a half before the next game week. So mm. if any game goes into Wednesday or even Thursday, it yeah. will be part of this game week. Definitely. And I think that,
0: that's precedence for that, right? That's what yeah. typically has happened where they've pushed something back. It has. Fallen into the end of the earlier game week, um, rather than bringing the deadline forward in order to um, accommodate.
2: Yeah. I'm hoping we. Been, I'm hoping by uh, just benching the Villa players or all like pe- maybe people will panic and try and sell them and not forget about bringing, like you know, not bringing the KDB or the big premiums that they wanted and focus on that instead. And yeah. we make rounds Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes, indeed. be an in interesting
1: game week anyway. You know, uh, like I said, I love chaos, so I, I, do hope, I do hope it is postponed for the simple fact that I think it just because all these things give people different things to talk about. It mixes the template up. Everyone's got Grealish at the moment. Um, everyone's got a Villa defender or keeper. Uh, it just it just mixes it up a little bit. Um, and uh, you know, I'm not
2: going to lie. I, I, listen, if they postpone it, I will have no keeper, but I prefer it because it's the easiest decision for me, to, uh, who to sell to bring KDB in. The easiest decision.
0: Honestly, I, I, I don't care. Uh, I have Martinez as well, and he's not really been contributing points anyway. So <laughs> yeah, in exactly. Case, well, it's really no difference to me yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's move on then to our listener questions.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've got a few in, so we'll we'll rattle through them quickly. Let's make it nice and brief, guys. So, Quas uh, Quip, stuff. Lovely, Quippy stuff. Okay, Quas Quaziki Whippy stuff. Got it. Uh, at live and spidey. How about we stop buying players with easiest fixtures? Will they start scoring points then? I mean, makes a point. We're chasing the points. What do you think? Should we chase fixtures or stick with form? It's a quick form versus fixture. So give me an answer. Form or fixture?
0: I think form this season, personally. Uh, yeah. I, I mean... Yes.
1: Yeah, I this season, form as well. I, um, I think the only... Thing is where if, if you don't own someone who is in form and then they start getting good fixtures, i.e. KDB was playing well, even though City was struggling. So, you know, I made the decision to bring him in for this week. and Obviously, it worked. And, um, but bringing people who aren't in form just because of fixtures just is yeah. not strategy this season.
2: Yeah, I agree. Uh, J.D. Uh, at JD uh, Co- Cochran 2. Uh, should we be building our teams for the double upcoming in game week 19? Teams are City, United, Villa and Burnley, right? Question mark. So notice uh, that chess uh, maestro Magnus transfers have been only from those teams. Should we already be thinking about that, Monkey?
1: Um, I think we should to a degree because it's likely that those are the fixtures that are going to be placed into that slot. Um, but it's still a bit of an unknown. And um, I, I actually think it's what makes the whole Villa decision a little bit interesting because, um, you know, a, a lot of people had... Players from most teams, anyway, not Burnley, but most people had Bruno, probably a City, uh, one or two City assets, and, and kind of a couple of Villa assets. So most people probably have, you know, five players from those kind of four teams, anyway. So um, I think that's probably enough for now. Um, those those teams have, have got good fixtures and form. The Villa the Villa scenario does throw a little bit of a curveball because people might now take one or two of their Villa players out. But I don't think it's a bad strategy. I think it's a sensible strategy, but you know, proceed with caution. You yeah, know, we don't know, and things can change.
2: Kylie, should we be re- bringing in Rodriguez and uh, me and uh, Pope? No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what
1: about Ashley Barnes? Remember him? Anyone? Oh, yes, yes. Barnes. Oh, he's Barnes, yes. in midfield now, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's just he, yeah, I, I think he found out you moved on to another band, and <laughs> yeah, uh, so he's, he's never
2: game. been the same since. So not, he, he really he's, hasn't. He's not scored, no. I think. <laughs> <laughs> since, since <that>. Just <laughs> jumping into people. Yeah. Right, um, our friend uh, Brown Bear, Morf- Morpheus Fire, uh, Monkey recommended Richarlison for my wildcard team over DCL. Richarlison appeared in Monkey's Team of the Week 11. Is Monkey still upset over what happened in the Heathrow Marriott sex party in 2008? Or is he just a meat monkey throwing poop like advice my way? Kylie, do you think Monkey's uh, deliberately uh, hampering other teams or was it just a genuine mistake?
0: Um, well, I mean, it could be viewed in, in multiple ways. Um, there's obviously, well, I, and, but I think it's all around um, Calvert-Lewin and I empathise with with his situation there because I don't believe in recommending Calvert-Lewin to anybody, uh, not least of which because I don't want there to be a single extra owner uh, who can punish me (laughs) if necessary. Um, And also I just don't want to experience uh, or witness their joy when he does the inevitable while I don't own him. So, you know, I I can relate to, to his decision there. And, I mean, Richarlison... Richarlison makes a huge difference to that team, so
1: he does. He does. Kylie, um, defend a, yourself. 100, 100%, 100% correct. You know, yes. it's, it's like we're related. It was exactly appropriate. <laughs> <the whole> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: <laughs> right, an actual question from uh, Morpheus Fire: Robertson, Diaz, Chilwell, Dyer. Are there any, what is Dyer doing? In Dyer? Are there any <laughs> better options <laughs> <better laughs> for a back for for Should who he would Dia. likely wish? He
1: must mean Diaz.
2: Diaz is in there. So, Robertson, Diaz, Chilwell and Dyer. Oh, they're <laughs> Okay. Well, right. uh, yeah, there
0: are better than Dyer. <laughs> uh, likely they... to wish
2: make minimal transfers for Gimewake 16 onwards. I mean, look, I get Dyer and Spurs, but, but there are better options than Dyer, absolutely, in my opinion. What do
1: you guys think? What's yeah, in the yes, name? Why Sorry? Is... Why isn't it West Ham? Why isn't Creswell or Kufel in there?
2: Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, yeah, I think, look, Robertson makes sense. Diaz makes sense. Chilwell makes sense. Um, I'm pretty sure when Trent comes back, we'll probably all be wanting him as well. But, yeah, I Chris think... Chriswell uh, is
0: a great choice in, um, yeah. in addition. Yeah, Lamptey, I,
2: think... I love Lamptey. I, I, sure. I know there's this big thing about him that he, he's always involved. <laughs> That's the thing. He, mm. he
0: is, he is. Yeah. And, you know, before the, um, the sending off, he had back-to-back returns. We had a clean sheet. We had a goal. So, yeah. uh, and, and he's always really central. So I, know, I think.
1: Uh, uh, sorry, Kyle, I didn't mean to cut you off. Carry on.
0: No, I, I was just going to waffle. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm
1: just going to say um, similar to Chihuahua, but I, I'd actually have James of, of the two now. I, I was um, a transfer. I'm really kicking myself over because I considered getting him. A few weeks ago, and I uh, plumped a bellerin instead. Um, which <laughs> not, it's not gone well. Yeah, yeah thanks. That. Um, but the reason I I didn't was just plain and simple rotation risk. You know, James and Aquata yeah. had been had been sharing time, and now James has, has nailed down that spot. And he's just, he's an absolutely full weapon. It's well, he's, he's, his amazing. crosses are ridiculous. He's, he's so strong. Gonna, strong and... He's going to get an absolutely monster haul soon. He yeah. is very much this season's Trent, if he can stay in that team. Well, he got a monster haul first game of the season, didn't he, against Brighton? Yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah so I'm not he's surprised. going
0: to do it yeah. again. It's sustainable yeah. with him. You, you just watch him for five minutes, and yeah. uh, he, he, it's very ominous. Um, to, yeah. to those of us who
2: don't have him but yeah all right <clears throat> this one is going straight to Monkey Buna at FBL Buna who actually won Team Inject
1: or Team Bear? I, I thought we agreed we weren't going to answer that question
2: I know I just wanted to see your reaction
1: am I am I, <laughs> am I allowed to mention the uh, you know the merchandise idea that's now been floated around Twitter today if you, if you really want it's, uh, it's a oh, free world we're, we're free of, I have mentioned it but yeah <laughs> I'm still I'm still scarred, but it was a hard. I mean, I I wanted Vardy to blank, obviously, and siding with Boona and team inject, in inverted commas, is one of the hardest (laughs) things I've ever had to do in my life. Um, And I I won't be doing it again. I won't be doing it again. Except, except, uh, it would be interesting if uh, I'm just thinking if Calvert Lewin is involved, if it's a Calvert Lewin and Calvert Lewin or injection. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that would so be tough. tough.
1: I think I'd just kill myself. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I still don't get the team bears. Uh, I, I, what was the team that that like a... Yeah, I, I don't have a clue. Is it just the, be- is it the bears, that this gif of the bears that just
0: dance around with each other? I believe so, yeah. Ah, okay,
2: cool. <laughs> well, it's better than the pookie uh, gif anyway. Right. <laughs> it's um... kind of
0: cute. I like the
2: bears. Yeah. That's the because point. we Shrita... suck you in. <laughs> At Shredder underscore LFC. I know it's a fantasy footy pod, but are you guys still in support of VAR? Yes or no? To make it short. So I think we spoke about it earlier. Plenty. We talked about it plenty. The second question: Need a team reshuffle? Best time to wildcard this month, including this game week. And who's top three? Who you'd all agree are must haves? I think the must haves. We talked about the premiums. You need to three premiums. When is the best time to wildcard? Carly, what do you think?
0: Uh, At at this point, honestly, I would be leaving my wild card towards the the bitter end of the available period, um, if you can, once we have some better information uh, about how the fixtures are going to land. We do know that there's an expectation there'll be a blank and a double as well. So I think if you've pushed to this point, we're going into game week 11 and you've got until 16 to use it and your team is viable, I would personally would prefer to hold Uh, but I would always say you know double game weeks haven't been in the last couple of seasons what they historically were so I wouldn't put all your eggs in one basket if you think that there's huge value in uh, changing your team you know if you don't have KDB if you don't have Bruno if you don't have Salah you know there there could be huge benefit in, in doing it now so Um, As much as that sounds like sitting on the fence, it it really is specific to your team. But if you can, hold, do.
2: Yeah, agree. Agree. Uh, Monkey, what would you say to our friend Rockstar, who wildcarded last week and now potentially has five players out? Any uh, words of wisdom?
1: Um, Let it it be. (laughs) Yeah, it's tough. Uh, I mean, if I could, you know, act out the famous Eddie Van Halen gif, (laughs) <laughs> yeah i i you know i would um uh but um uh, unfortunately i can't it's 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 an absolute it's an absolute sickener but you know from a man who 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 you know taught me out of you know my james milner kind of kind of quest which would have saved he me points this week and maybe <laughs> not by james madison which you know he he I mean, I mean he was he was responsible for that really i'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not going to cry a lot of tears for him. Um, <laughs> but no, it is, a, it is a bit of a harsh situation, in all honesty. Uh, uh, and I look forward to seeing how he will deal with it. Let's leave it at that. Fair enough. Uh,
2: bitter and stab at Mike underscore Jeski. Marez or ZH for the next few. Interesting one, because a lot of people jumped on ZH, and rightly so when you watch him play. But I'm not an owner, and I think Carly, you are. And he's been a little bit frustrating. Yeah. If, if, if He if, has
0: been very yeah. frustrating um, in the last couple of matches, um, to be honest. I, he was quite frustrating in, in the last one in particular. I, you know, I, I know it was a, a derby, but I just feel like he he did drop deep quite a lot, and um, a, you know, a lot of his crosses weren't coming off. So I don't know. I'm in not, no rush to move him on, but I am conscious that at his price point, he is that 8 million sort of range where we're getting close to premium and I could mm. be upgrading him to someone. So I will need to see um, see some, not, not just points, but... Um, some of that magic that we saw in the first couple of matches mm. that enticed me to buy him in the first yeah. place. I think you'll that see
1: moment. it. I think you'll see it this weekend. I think he's playing Leeds and Everton in his next two. They are conceding chances for absolutely but how Leeds have kept two clean sheets is honest to God. Miraculous. Don't be
2: bitter because you benched Dallas. No, no I'm not <laughs> I'm not Wait, bitter. wait, wait. Kylie, is Ailing benched or played for you?
0: <laughs> well, that depends on uh Mazuaku. So oh. I was, I was going to play Mazwaku <laughs> <Lasuaku laughs> instead of him. So um, I will publicly announce this, but it may at this point be that I play Ailing, which means he will get zero because yeah. I have a combined. I don't even get appearance points
1: for Ailing. <laughs> you're probably helping um, yourself though with Zh because you're giving Zh much more than I'm a
0: this is true. So, actually, you're right. I need to play him. I will play him. And single handedly <laughs> <to> destroy everything. <laughs> I
2: Army. think, look, th- regarding the question, Mahrez or Ziyech, I think if you don't have either, right now, I probably would go for Mares. I think he's Same. more explosive. And I think Absolutely. they've got the better fixtures. He didn't play in midweek. And I think he'll play again.
0: And I could he has well. something on Pep. Because, yeah, okay, he just got a hat-trick. <laughs> But let's be honest, anybody who has watched him this season, I mean, he could not get, he he wasn't getting minutes last year for long periods while playing so well um, and being one of their form players. And yet this season, he has been poisoned and wasted a lot of opportunities and he gets played consistently. So go with him.
2: Yeah. All right, uh, FBL, uh, FBL time at FBL time one. Should I stick with James Rodriguez for one more week or ship him and take a hit, Monkey? What do you think? Because you have Rodriguez as well. I don't have me?
1: Rodriguez and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep him because I think um yeah I've already I think that question was said before the price drop which has already happened. I've I've kept him. Um, I think you know Everton, have, you know Burnley. Uh, potentially Peacock Farrell again, um, uh, so I'm certainly uh, I'm certainly going to be keeping him. Also, he was, you know, his two points were a travesty the weekend. You know, a goal disallowed, brilliant goal as well. You know, another assist chalked out. You know, he was. So
2: it was legal. Uh, it was legal, Monk. It was right, the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> it, it
1: was, um, you know, he had he had a really good game. Uh, I saw nothing that really particularly worried me about that Everton um, front three. They were just extremely unlucky. Yeah. And I, just I, one I of
2: this So I would definitely be keeping him for now. He's he's one of you know it's a lot. Like, I think Carly and myself jumped on him straight away in se- in second week because we had Ali, and he was brilliant. But when I watched him, is it, he he either assists his sister or sometimes does nothing. But he, there will be one game where he again gets a double digit. I know that well, for he sure. He's whole: exactly double. Well, and it's just frustrating. I just think there's more consistent players. Uh, but he's definitely a good player
0: I think you're biased because I will be honest even after we first brought him in the same week um, you know we had one big monster haul from him and then I think it was you know he may have uh, either blanked or just got an assist the following week and you were there saying yeah I'm not convinced I want to get rid of him is it because he plays for Everton because I think there's a bias there against No uh, I did say
2: say the funny thing is I said that I said that before he got the big haul because of just watching him, uh, I think it was his second big hole before, before I said that, just watching him sometimes, he seems to drop so deep to create and literally was assisting that sister sometimes. And I still say, I think he there will be game weeks where he will just smash it and there will be game weeks where he gives you two pointers it, it just because he's frustrating. But the fact that he was involved in goals, as we just saw, just unlucky what happened, he will get points. I just think at that price, you get you have a lot of options but definitely, listen, especially when they have fully fit team. Everton are a, a good strike force team and team that will score a lot of goals. So absolutely, I, d- I wouldn't double up, but I would have one of those three if, if if I could, DCL, Richarlison, or or Rodriguez, for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think
2: you've got to have one. Yeah. I don't at the moment. I did, but I wouldn't say it's my top priority. Uh, but I, I I can see why people do it. Um, John Strack, at J-Strike 1, would you sub Son for KDB or Salah? It's interesting because we just talked about switching premiums. Um, I, I, I'll take this one and see what you guys think because I was looking at doing that but then I thought Arsenal are so rubbish and I want either Son or Kane for that derby because I think Mourinho will want to go for the kill um, and especially if Kane is injured, and from, but I don't think he is by the way, and then the other uh, new striker, is supposedly injured. some could be playing up front. What What do you guys think?
1: I um, I don't think Arsenal um have been have been poor under Arteta in the big matches. So I have to say I think that uh, well, Arsenal have been absolutely shit recently, as, as as I myself said at the beginning of a pod. But um. I think in the big matches, they've tended to help their own and they've kind of raised their game. They're kind of the opposite of a Wenger-led <laughs> Arsenal at the moment, um, which is a very curious thing to watch. They're incredibly dull. I, I can see that game being 1-0 still, 1-1 tops. So if there's more than two goals in that game, I'll be shocked. W- I know it's a traditionally open fixture. I know it's the traditional Harry Kane minefield. Um, but I-, I have to say, if I didn't own KDB and I had the money... To go Son to K D B this week, I would definitely be doing it.
2: You would? Okay, interesting. Kylie, yeah,
0: I mean, to be honest, uh, I would be leaning towards um, what Monkey's saying. I I I'm not inclined to get rid of Son no, myself.
1: K D B already, it's okay.
0: There's a team management meeting happening in the background there. Yeah. Um yeah, if 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's not happy,
1: he's not happy.
0: that's actually Kraken or if that is
1: no, he's actually Kraken I think he's hungry. He's,
0: yeah. he's not happy.
1: He's not happy with the decisions that we're talking Sorry. about.
0: Sorry. But, um, yeah, I I would want to get um I would want to get KBB and I think if I could do it for for free, I would. Uh, but I'm not inclined to sell son myself. Yeah. Um, you know if i can avoid it but i just think on the whole i'd rather have kdb if if i had to choose yeah. the between the two
2: yeah yeah I agree if if i could get to kdb uh, any other way if if it was the only way i'd consider it um yeah. but yeah absolutely and especially maybe not with a hit right um couple of uh, quickly we'll go through them again just a few a few more fbo red eagle I'm doing worse than Kraken, still have my wildcard, but never seem to be a good time to use it. Like a brain freeze, do a draft, but never press that button. When you do so many bad choices, what to do to overcome the fear of destroying your crap team? I think you just have to go for it. If you realise that, because I know what, what, what he's saying, sometimes you think, oh, but it's a good fixture. But it's a good fixture. If you're looking at your players and thinking, in two game weeks, I'm going to sell them anyway, just press that button, it's not worth it. Um, that's that's my opinion. Any any quick addition, guys? No.
1: Cool. Yeah yeah no exactly that. Uh, I've suffered from exactly the same thing this season. I think yeah. you've just got to do
2: it. Yeah, Adrian Adrian JP15. Who are the defenders must-haves? I think we talked Chelsea, um, and I don't know if anybody else is a must-have. Maybe one of the City boys, but it needs to be like a Diaz um, because he's probably the most nailed. Uh, yeah. any, anybody else?
0: I would say the only must have uh, is actually one of the attacking Chelsea's. Age. So, preferably Chilwell or James. Um, some people have Zuma, that's proven effective as well. Um, I'd say they're the only must haves. I think there's nice to haves in City and uh, West Ham, for instance, but no other must haves.
1: Yeah. What about the um, 24th highest scoring defender this season, Eric Dyer? As recommended by Morpheus Fire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's no. just as dire as he sounds.
1: <laughs> FBLJRF
2: uh, Shashank uh, at FBL underscore JRF. Hola amigos! Can Jesus to Kane this week pay off, or is Jesus still a better bet than Kane against the limp Arsenal? I would not move Jesus before he's playing Fulham. He's the no. main man at the moment no. when Aguero's out. Absolutely would not be moving him.
1: Madman.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. I wouldn't do it. Uh, last question at FPL pin green, Carly. Uh, that's to you because I think he makes an absolutely valid point. Why don't we ever get a guest that are good at FPL? What is who's making those decisions to bring yeah. Monkey on?
0: <laughs> I mean, Mars <laughs> is obviously. Um, well, do you know what? Once upon a time, we used to be good at FPL. Uh, and then everything went to crap. And um,
2: now we just take the piss and have a laugh and uh, enjoy ourselves.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically banter, banter, banter first, first approach <laughs> is a coping mechanism for all of us this season. So um, if you want more than that, then I'm not sure that we can help you.
2: <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Right, that's,
0: Your support that's it for the
2: questions. Back over to you, Kylie.
0: Okay, thank you. All right, so let's quickly touch on game week plans and captain picks. Bit of a caveat here in that there's some relative unknowns, as we've alluded to, with the MIA Villa-Newcastle fixture. So that could impact on our decision-making towards the end of the week with transfers. But uh, what are we doing, Mars?
2: So uh, if, if the Villa game does not go ahead, my initial plan right now is Grealish and Jota out for KDB and a, a, and a, and a, a 4.5 playing midfielder because that's Jot my plan. That out?
1: No word. Yes,
2: because I'm bringing Salah in in game week 12. So, and, and I want Salah. I know how good Jota is. Wolves are going to be tight and uh, he might still score. He might punish me, but I want KDB more. And I want Salah more. I, I love yeah. Jota. Don't get me wrong. But it's a, if, if Grealish is playing against Newcastle's kids, there's no way he's going. So I'm going to have to find a different way. Uh, it could be Son and Jota. It could be just Sterling. I don't really want to sell Son. I'm going to decide to just go with Sterling. Because Sterling is going the week after. So, so
0: who are you going to play instead of Watkins?
2: Brewster. So, I don't mind. Uh, look, Brewster will step in. Uh, Lamptey will, will, is back in the squad. Dallas is starting. Yeah, the
0: defence... Yeah.
2: The team is yeah, not going to be...
0: I'm playing Ailing. don't forget, so Dallas Yeah, I know. The, the team is not...
2: This, this, week, this game week, we're all going to have to use our benches because a lot of people have... Two to three Villa players. I mean, some have Valisev, so they've never had a player from, from Villa. <laughs> He's been on the bench forever. i are going to start him this week. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't mind, you know, and, and it, sometimes it's easier not to have a choice. I'm not going to go switch Kilman to somebody else. I, I'm just going to play. If he plays, great. I will, if I do those changes, I will have one playing sub still. So somebody will, will, will be rested, and
0: that's fine.
2: A booster so could you? do something. Captain is KDB as soon as he comes in. Absolutely. Without a doubt. OK. And
0: Monkey?
1: Kilman Kill, will play against Liverpool.
0: I think so. Yeah, so yeah, yeah
1: will. will play with a flat back four against you. They'll go to 3-5-2 again. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, 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 I did my move. I made my first rage transfer of the season where I That's finally true. had enough of, of Prime Minister Marcus Rashford. Um, he
2: to.
1: Moved him aside for Bruno Fernandes. Um, and that will be the only move that I make. I've only got the one uh villa player, which is probably why I'm doing so rubbish. um so Konza uh, comes out, and bellerin uh, justice
2: justice for Valise.
1: <laughs> bellerin steps in off my bench so so no hit for me, which hopefully if the villa game is called off will be a uh, a four point head start over over a lot of players this week um I, I think. Uh, Captain will be KDB, not even considered a, a single other player. So, yeah, as ever, it's getting to the stage. You know, it's Wednesday night now. It's late. I've had a few drinks. Um, I've gone past that kind of disappointment and apathetic stage, and That's now true. at the point of hope again. You know, that. that <laughs> F- <laughs> I can't remember That's who yeah, it was because Twitter. Yeah, uh, so accurate, you know. But yeah, we, you know, we go again. Bring it on. Well,
0: I suppose there's there's uh... A silver lining to everything, because as of last week, you would have had Barkley. And, of course, you know, you don't have that problem now. So No, you know, I have I
1: feel a whole lot better.
0: Better equipped to face the, the challenges ahead. Um, yeah, as for me, it's a bit tricky. I currently hate Watkins with the fire of a thousand suns. And that's a bit of a challenge. <laughs> oh, he played
2: well. Gosh, he was I really was good. good. But please sell him. Please sell him.
0: I'm really just, he epitomized everything that's going wrong at the moment. It's actually really unfair. It's not, his
2: fault. Dress, it's not his fault. Dresge missed an open goal.
0: Um, Mars, it's not really about him. It's a symbol. <laughs> it's a symbol.
2: It's not him. It's <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Actually, in fact, it, it really isn't about him. It is about me. Um, but he has become the face of a rebellion. Uh. Previously, only Calvert Lewin was kind of experiencing uh, this level of rage from. Wow. From um, so I, I, yeah. Oh, I, it, look, it, it is. It is. Uh, Watkins owners
1: rejoice. Come on, come on. What are you doing anyway?
0: So I need to deal with. I'm leaving Martinez. I think I'm used to no points from him, so whatever. Um, I am probably going to get rid of Watkins and um. I am debating whether I will do Sterling to KDB. I hate that kind of a move. I really Ooh, do. It's a tough
1: um, move. It's a really, really horrible tough move. move. Horrible hard. move.
0: Horrible said, and hard.
1: I can't wait to get come out, though. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I, I'm not a sideways move person. Like I said, I had to... I had to do it in the moment with Rashford and Bruno because I knew if I'd given it just to, until I calmed down, I would never do that move. Mm.
0: I had it's to a do horrible it. One. And it so rarely works. It's really awful. I mean, I'm a traditional KDB owner. I love owning KDB. And in fact, the only reason I had Sterling was because he was something of a placeholder on my wild card uh, because KDB was sort of you know injured or whatever. And then I just never got around to changing him. And here we are now in a situation where I'm not completely confident that he starts. I mean, he should. It feels ludicrous to think that he might not. But yeah,
1: I think he will. But he just can't. You know, it's concerning, right? It's a real challenge. Who but are you taking Watkins out for again?
0: At anyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, wait, I'm, I'm sensing
2: DCL might be coming in.
1: Whoa, whoa, Train time, surely. Surely, people. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. I don't know. Bamford's away at Chelsea, you know.
0: Yeah, I know, but I do kind of want Bamford, but I don't want Bamford this week. It's very challenging. Come on. Pick and Nicks. Anyone that 's not calvert Lewin <laughs> um, <laughs> or, or you know the kind of already there watkins is, is pretty much the way it 's going to go i 've just reached i've got i 've come too far there's no going back with Watkins I think so uh, everyone else bring him in because we know the this sad saga of this year he will he will um,
1: I stand with you this week Kylie I hope your luck truly truly turns none of us none of us are enjoying this which is is in itself I think the most damning thing you can ever do yes. I've been on the receiving end as well of FBL pity and it's actually much worse than mockery
0: I mean I have to tell you you know Paul and I are really competitive okay and during that villa match when Watkins went up to take the pen and I didn't even celebrate because I was absolutely convinced he was going to miss it, which of course he did. But Paul's there and he's like, look, you're going to get points. You know, it's like appeasing a sick child or something because he knew we were at that point. And then again, it happened with the goal. And I was like, I'm not going to get points. It's not going to happen. It's all very dramatic. But as you can see, that's, that's where we are. Anyway. Anyway, my, my uh, fantasy football melodrama aside, hopefully I do not need to be the subject of any further uh, well-meaning pity, and I you know I I can, can thrive ish in the three millions uh, once more with some degree of joy. So we shall see next week in the next uh, next episode of, of this dramatic tale. Um, but that's all that we have time for tonight. So we have been Kylie, who you can find at Kylie FPL, Mars, who you can find at Mars05, Hindu Monkey, who you can find at Hindu Monkey, and, of course, The Absent Don, who you can find at The Marple Curse. And, of course, make sure you're following our group account at 3 FPL. And please, if you do enjoy the podcast, we do ask that you can give us a five-star review on iTunes as it's a really great way of helping support the show. Thanks, as always, for listening and for your continued support. Adios, amigos. One for each other and all for one, the free, brave amigos are we. Brother to brother and everyone, a brave amigo. <laughs>
2: I love you, Don. Don't I love you? I miss you, Don. Don't I miss you? <laughs>